Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Dr. Gerson, thank you for coming back on the program. I think it's important that we talk to you, particularly since we keep hearing we need to establish vaccine production capacity in this country. We have it. You have it. Tell us about your facility and the capacity of Nuvax to manufacture vaccines needed for Canadians. Hi, Roy. It's great to talk to you again. Yeah, we've got a large capacity vaccine manufacturing plant in Montreal. It's the second largest facility in all of Canada. Uh, We could probably make 100 million doses a year of a vaccine of any of the basic types. I mean, the virus-based, the traditional protein ones, or the new mRNA vaccines. We can make them all. It's a very flexible and nice plant. It's been approved in the past by Health Canada. And, you know, we just need the usual things. I mean, we've got the plant. You always need that. We've got the skills and the ability and the people. Uh, We need the process. And we've been talking to three or four different potential sources of the process. And then, of course, you need the funds to implement the process and actually make the product. Yeah, but you're ready to go, essentially. We're Uh, ready to go. If if you get the green light, you can go very quickly, right? Sorry, say again. If you got the green light and you got, if you got the funding required, because it's, none of this is free, um, you you could get it started very quickly. Absolutely, and we we want to very very much. Okay, so now you contacted the federal government, and they rejected, from what I understand, Nuvax. And tell us, please, about the situation between your company and the National Research Council (NRC) in your words. Well, you know, we've been talking to the government, uh, Industry Canada, since uh, March, and, you know, nothing much happened. Uh, The NRC is right next to us. They're building a new building now with government funding. But, you know, as I think I've said before, it takes a very long time, A, to build the building, and B, to prove that it meets all of Health Canada requirements. So I don't see them being ready for a very long time, several years. Uh, we could start tomorrow, and as I say, we've got very large capacity. So, um, you know, I think it's unfortunate that the Canadian government is sort of competing with private industry. On the other hand, we've got capacity, and if they're making more, you know, it's not likely Canada's going to have enough or too much, and if we have too much capacity, we can help other countries around the world. So it's it uh, doesn't make sense to me or many other people to have an idle plant beside one being built and neither of them making product when you know at least we could be starting as i said tomorrow you have a long record of successfully producing vaccines internationally tell us a bit about that oh yes i've been doing this since uh, we had cannot labs uh, in canada you know in the 80s there we produced uh, 90 85 or so percent of the canadian vaccine requirement plus enormous quantities for unicef uh, Connaught was one of the largest suppliers of smallpox vaccine and the smallpox eradication program. And that pretty much all ended with the sale of Connaught to a foreign company. Um, and it's it's got a big plant, but I don't see it participating in helping solve this problem right now. But that's, you know, that's up to them. We very much want to participate. We very much want to help supply both vaccines and therapeutic monoclonal antibodies to the Canadian public. That's why we're here. So, what have they said to you? I mean, they, w- w- how do they how do they justify? What do they say to you when when you you just for some reason don't make the cut when we need obviously we need vaccines, and I I get it. You know, you're in the vaccine production 
business. You're not developing new vaccines, if I understand this correctly, but right. you, produ- you can produce them yep. if you get the necessary component parts. What, what do they say to you when they say, no thanks? How do they put it? Um, silence. <laughs> That's it. So I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. <laughs> I, I really don't know. But I do know that we can do it. I do know that we have uh, discussed this with other partners around the world. Um, you know, in in uh, China and in Korea, we've put in manufacturing plants that are going today and and employ literally thousands of people all together. Uh, we're starting another one, another country that's going well right now. And, you know, we can't get traction in our own country. It's, it's um, well, you know, you could say it's hilarious. Well, except it isn't. Um, right. <laughs> Dr. Gerson, what do you make of the decision taken by the EU that uh, their vaccines or vaccines that are produced, created, produced, in European Union nations, and the EU says, look, we put the money into this, into the development, so we have to have priority at the, uh, right. at the end, at the end of the process. What do you make of the decision that they have taken? And we talked about it with Mr. O'Toole. We talked about it with uh, Paul Lucas, who you know. Uh, what do yeah. you make of this decision? Well, I mean, unfortunately, I think it's a kind of human nature. Uh, it's entirely to be expected in tough times to take care of your own. I think that's human nature most of the time, not all the time. And it just points out once again, which is what I've been saying since literally since the 80s, uh, that nations need their own national vaccine production capacity. And this is what uh, other countries have realized, and we're helping them with that. And somehow Canada got off the rails, you know, I would say by about 1990, more or less, uh, we lost that capacity. Um, you know, we're offering it now. We'd be happy to help. Um, and it's, it's necessary, I think, for every country in the world to have especially emergency vaccine manufacturing capacity uh, in its own territory under its own control. It doesn't have to be government, but I think private industry probably does this quite well. But it does have to be there because this is natural. You've got life-threatening situation. Um, you know, this is why countries have armies for life-threatening situations. This is why countries need their own vaccine supply to protect themselves from a different kind of enemy. Exactly. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.